Welcome back to Class on Grass podcast. We have a special... Yeah, kind of a bonus episode bonus here. episode here. We got Caden Clark from the New York Red Bulls on. He, uh, he is a 17-year-old who grew up in Minnesota where the podcast is originated. And, uh, and yeah, it's really great to have him on. How are you doing today? I'm doing well. Thanks for having me on today. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, no problem. Of course. You, uh, you've played four games now in the MLS, right? Yeah, four games. Probably just a surreal experience so far. Yeah, it's, uh, I'm still trying to like figure out everything out in the field. So it's kind of just like every game you learn something. Yeah. Uh, and yeah, I'm just having fun out there. All right. Well, our first question we have to ask you is, what was it like on the big day of signing from first off to the USL team and then also signing that first team contract? Yeah, so the MLS contract part, I mean, it happened. We put it on a Saturday, Friday at like 4.50. The deadline, I turned in the papers, was at 5 p.m. So I signed it 10 minutes before the deadline. So um, I signed it and then I knew I was traveling with the squad right after I signed, so I was really excited. And then, yeah, I mean, Saturday, they just they just announced my signing. You know, I was starting, so a lot was happening in such a uh, little amount of time. So it was just kind of everything happened at once, but it was, it was really cool and cool to see everybody's reactions, but it yeah, really happened in a blur. It's just like, it was yeah. kind of a dream start for me, that, uh, what happened. So getting a goal was really cool, but I think it was just a really special day for me. And, yeah. And like, what were those nerves like knowing you'd play – you know, your first first team MLS game and then going on and scoring the same game. Like, what was that like? Yeah, yeah. I think, you know, like the two days after the game, I was just, I had a lot of adrenaline. So I was like living off of that. I wasn't getting much sleep. So I was just super excited. So I think that kind of took over in the game. So I, I was nervous, but at the same time, I was just super excited. So I think it kind of balanced each other out. Um, and it just took like 10 minutes to get comfortable. After those first 10 minutes, it was just, you know, just playing out there. Yeah, yeah. Um, did you know you were going to start when you signed that contract? Uh, yes, I did. I talked to the sporting director, and they were, were going to throw you in there, uh, you know, go down there and score the winning goal. And, uh, <laughs> yeah. It happened like that. Yeah, so did they, did yeah, they actually say to, that? Yeah, to. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he did say that. <laughs> That's but, great. Yeah, it, was, it, it, was a, it was just a great overall uh, day, and now – the team's doing well. Uh, we're in the playoffs right now, but we need to get in a better spot so we can get not a first round bye, but seven, eight, nine, ten uh, spots. They play each other, so it would be nice to to skip that. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Um, what what is the process? I know you kind of went through it already a little bit, but what's that process for signing for the first team? Were you notified like? a few days in advance that it was going to happen or did they call you up right away or did you know all along that this was coming? Yeah. So 10 days before I had to quarantine for 10 days before I could join the first team training. So they said, we're going to quarantine you. We're going to try to get your contract done so you can play against inner Miami. Um, it didn't happen that quickly. It took some time. It was a little complicated. So, um, I had to wait, I had to wait for Atlanta, which is totally fine. Everything worked out. Um, but I think that, yeah, it was a 10 day quarantine. I jumped into first team training, so I, I had some time to, 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 you know, understand what was going to happen and just prepare myself mentally um, for the jump to the first team. So I think that 10-day quarantine was actually super helpful, uh, you know, just put my mind at easy and just, and just focus on it. So then going off of that, you said that uh, you were supposed to play 
against uh, Inter Miami, but you quarantined so that you could train with the first team. Did you get extra practice training with the first team before you had that game against Atlanta United then? Yeah, so I think I had three training sessions before. Okay. Um, so I think I had yeah, three training sessions, um, which would help helped a lot, but I wish I could have got, you know, a little more, but it's what it's what's happening with COVID. So um I mean it didn't we'll, seem we'll to really affect your performance. <laughs> no, but I mean it always helps understanding like who yeah. your teammates are and you know, just understanding what type of players they are. And, yeah, yeah. And were those like those pros, those veterans, were they like really welcoming and made yeah. you feel comfortable? Yeah, I mean a lot of the veterans and a lot of the guys really helped me right before the game. Um, you know, to say they believe in me, they trust me. So it, it really helped me. Uh, you know, there's so small talks really can really help a young player. Yeah. yeah, yeah. What was it the might, jump? It might sound a little cheesy, but like, it's true. <laughs> yeah, it's, you know, I mean, it it's really probably does. true because it gives you the confidence to yeah. to succeed when you actually go out on the field versus you might think that people don't believe in you as much because you're young, but you, you have the confidence yeah. of your players. What was the jump like between the USL team? Because obviously you were flying there. You're doing so well with that USL team. What was the jump like from that to the MLS first team? Um, you know, USL, it's sometimes a little frantic, um, I would say. In the MLS, it's like sometimes it's fast, sometimes it's slower. So it's kind of just like realizing like when to slow down, when to speed up, because like sometimes you'll have acres of space. Other times you'll have like three people chasing you down. So it's kind of just like figuring out those moments when the game is slowing down and when it's picking back up for me. That's what I'm still trying to figure out sometimes. Yeah. What does the coach say to you after after the games to, to give you advice like that? Do, do you go into a room with him and watch film and analyze it and stuff like that? Yeah. So we'll do we'll we'll clip some uh, of the of the game that, you know, maybe I made a mistake, maybe I did something well um, and we'll review it. But, you know, he just kind of tells me just like, you know, we trust you. We believe in you. Just go with your confidence. And, you know, if some people get mad sometimes, just, you know, yes, take their advice, but also just focus on, you know, doing what's best for the team. Yeah. I think it's, you know, he's uh, giving me a, a a good chance out there. Is that is that like a daily thing or maybe every other day during training you do that? Or is that kind of once a week? Uh, the video clips and stuff? Yeah. Uh, normally after every game, we'll, okay. we'll go through some. Yeah. Are you like, can you just go up to, to the media guy and say, hey, I, I was wondering how many passes I completed this game or stuff like that. I know like a lot of pros, when I when I watch videos about them, they say, yeah, I can just go right up, see how, see my conversion rates, see what I could have done better, stuff like that. Are you able to? Yeah, yeah they have all that, that, that data. So I think it's a pretty cool tool we can use. I haven't asked uh personally but you know <laughs> I, it's, it's available um you know sometimes they'll post stats online or something um or sometimes you can go check an app and they have it but yeah we can ask i just i just haven't asked but it's a pretty cool tool yeah 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 um what what was the reaction from friends and family to you and just in general with them talking to other people around social media after you got signed and then scored that beautiful goal um atlanta was it was pretty crazy. Um, Toronto was even crazier. I had like, kid you not, like probably like over a thousand notifications on my phone, just from <laughs> wow. Twitter, Instagram, messages, you know, just everything was kind of blowing up. Um, you know, the videos got a lot of views on 
MLS and on, you know, other Bleach other, Report. Yeah, just a bunch of them. So I think it's just a really cool to see the platform of the MLS um, because, yeah. you know, a lot can happen. Like two weeks before that, I was playing USL. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a good league. It's just not as big of a platform. So I think just like it's just happened really fast. And yeah, I mean, it's just overwhelmed with texts, text and messages from, you know, family, friends. Uh, yeah, it's just really cool to see. Yeah, I mean, I, I bet it takes a long time to go through all those texts and stuff. Yeah. You, you probably are sitting there for like three or four hours after the game or the next day just going through texts. Yeah, I mean, sometimes, I mean, I haven't got some bits gotten, I haven't gotten back to some people. I'm um, still working on that. Uh, yeah. It's kind of a process a little bit going down the line, but I'm trying to get back to everybody. Well, it's hard. You know, everyone, everyone wants to talk to you and congratulate you. Um the Toronto goal, I think we can all say, was a superior goal. It was with your left foot. It was in yeah. the top corner. And although the other one was a volley, I think this one was just a little sweeter. What what was going through your mind after you scored that? Um, I just, you know, it's kind of like you don't believe you did, you did it. Uh, and even watching the video, it's like, is that me doing that? And, you know, it's, it's kind of just like... Uh, you know, it's just like you, it's like Caden off the field is like a like different person. Like it, it doesn't, it doesn't feel like it was me out there. Uh, so it's just kind of like, you know, cool to get it on video, of course, and uh, be able to watch it back. Because sometimes when you score goals in like State Cup or something, or uh, you don't have it on video. So it's kind of, you know, cool to see uh, they got it on, of course they got it on video, but it's kind of just cool to see that. Do you yeah. have a... Uh... Do you have any sellies planned? Any celebrations? Because uh, it's, it's a lot of running around right now. But you I got know, any plans? yeah. I'm just so excited after I score. I kind of just run to my teammates. But yeah. I was planning on doing a knee slide uh, after the Toronto goal because I had so much space. I had so much space in front of me. So, uh, yeah, go ahead. Have you ever uh, thought about when you're when you're sliding like on your knees? If your knees get caught in the turf, yeah, and then you like fall yeah, over. That's why. Yeah, yeah, that's why I was hesitant about it. Yeah, uh, I didn't. I didn't want to ruin the the goal by doing that. <laughs> yeah. But I mean, me and my teammates, you know, we'll, we'll go over some celebrations that hopefully we can use. Yeah. Um. So now we're gonna more talk about your youth career and how that propelled you to where you are today. Obviously, you started at MTA uh, here in Minnesota. You played DA. You played up with age groups. Uh, I believe you play when I was U seventeen. You played with the eighteen nineteens, or maybe it was when I was U. 16 something like that um so how did mta really affect your development versus if you were to be at a different club per se in minnesota yeah i think it's just like of course having the development academy is super helpful uh get seen by national team and different people i think you can never get enough of that you know getting you know just connections and people seeing you play so i think having that platform that mta had at the time was really useful for a lot of players you know a lot of players are getting college scholarships you know, getting pro looks. I think it's a really cool club that gives you people and kids a lot of opportunity. So I think overall it's a great club and they have a lot of good players that are playing college now and professional. And it's not by accident. Um, You know, they have a lot of good coaches there. Um, And I think that uh, Mark and Rob Zoll giving me that, and Ralph giving me the opportunity to play up. Um, And like, even though I was tiny compared to those kids, you know, just, letting me play up was, you know, that can help, that helps any player. So I think just like having that trust from the coaches and, you know, 
not sending me down an age. I think that helps a lot. Um, you know, just getting, and also traveling, you know, every weekend you're traveling, you're playing games all around your, your region. So I think it's just like an overall really cool experience to do at a young age that really sets kids up um, in the future. Yeah. And, and then you moved on uh, with your experience with Barcelona and their academy. Uh, can you talk a little bit about how that kind of developed your skill and how that really helped you progress? Yeah. So when I went to Barcelona Academy, I went as a winger. Um, so I think kind of just switching over to the midfielder, you know, just like learning everything about it, you know, the spacing, what to read, what to know about the, the defense, you know, passing, vision, turning, checking over your shoulder. I think it all comes from, you know, being thrown into that system. Um, and I think it's just an overall, like, amazing place to be. You know, you have your dorm room, you have, you know, you're eating dinner and eating all your meals with your with your teammates, roommates, um, classmates. So it's a really cool experience. You get to go to school with them. You know, it's like, it's the best, uh, the best experience if you want to be, you know, a professional soccer player. I think go there to develop your skills and develop a, how to be a, a, a good young man. So I think it's just, you know, that place will really develop you everywhere overall, not just soccer. Yeah. And then you had the opportunity to go play uh, in, in certain times with La Masia and, and the Barca Academy over in Spain. And you played alongside Xavi Simmons in scrimmages and games. Am I right with that? Yeah, yeah you're right. Yes. There's, video on, there's video on that too. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what was that experience like of the whole Barca Academy over in Spain and then also playing with these really, really good players that you might even be excelling over at this point in time? Yeah, I mean, there's those kids are special over there. Um, and I think that, you know, to be honest with you, America's, American soccer is not much behind. You know, you see a bunch of good youth players, like being in the first team over in Europe, being in the first team at MLS. And, you know, some of those kids are still, of course, the level's different over there. But you see a lot of those kids over there still in the youth teams. Um, so I think it's kind of just like Americans are up on the rise, of course. But going to La Masia and training there, you know, it's definitely an experience. You could go to a game, you know, you're you're in the locker rooms of La Masia, you know, you're behind the scenes of everything. So it's it's really it's really like an unbelievable experience. You know, it's an eye opener for sure to like see the other world of soccer. because um, that's real that's like everything they do is around soccer over there, not the other way around here. Um, so I think that's the biggest difference. Um, and, you know, I think having a big club, you know, invests a lot of money into your youth and having it pay off like Ansu Fati right now um, and others that will come up in the in the system soon. I think they're seeing it pay off. And I think a lot of more clubs uh, in America are going to invest more money into the youth because that the youth is the future of MLS. And, you know, a bunch of youth players want to go to Europe. Yeah. And so you're saying after you've experienced firsthand the kind of American type development of u.s soccer players and then going overseas and seeing how barcelona do it you you said you think america's not far behind and so you really i mean think, okay america is not far behind in other clubs but yeah obviously barcelona well, yeah, yeah. and la masia is i mean that's like for sure different levels um but i think that you know a lot of a lot of clubs here like give the youth a chance are not far from behind of you know some big european clubs yeah um and yeah. producing talent for sure yeah and you you obviously moved from YZ to 
Arizona to New York. So you've moved around quite a bit, but now you're, you're a professional soccer player and you kind of live in the life that everyone, everyone dreams of. How is that like different in your everyday life compared to, to when you were living at home with your parents or over in Barca? Yeah, you know, it's a job. So you have to like, you know, you don't have a choice if you want to skip training or not, you know, or if you want to take a one day break or, you know, you don't have a choice. You know, you have to show up for training, you have to show up, you know, some days if you don't want to lift, you have to go lift, you know, so you don't have a choice. It's your job now. Um, people pay money to, to watch you play, you know, to come see you in person and play. So you have to hold yourself to a standard. Um, and I think, you know, you show up to training, uh, perform well, work hard. You know, it's uh, it's definitely, you know, like once you sign that contract, like you're in, like there's no, there's no going back now. Uh, no going back to your, your kid days or, you know, having any force you can have fun with your friends, but you know, you just got to focus on soccer. Um, it's your job. You know, you pick it. I picked it over than going to college and playing college soccer. So um, definitely want to make it worthwhile. Yeah. I mean, it, it's it's a job, but it's a very fun job to say of course. the least. You yeah. Know? yeah, 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 yeah. But all seriousness, you know. Yeah. You don't. Yeah, you don't have a choice. You know. Yeah. That, the point. That's the point. You gotta you gotta love it a lot because some people they love playing soccer, but they wouldn't they they like it because it's free and it frees them from their other duties. But when when it becomes your job, you have to love it enough that that you can get told what to do within it and mm -hmm. and you still can succeed. Or, yeah, they yeah, have. and 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 there's a lot of stress in it. Um, mm -hmm. You know, performing, you know, trying to make the squad, the media, um, you know, interviews. There's a lot of stress in it. If you're not playing well, you know, your your team, you want to make playoffs. You know, it's, it comes. It does come. I'm experiencing it now. It does come with a lot of stress. Um, but you know, you're just trying. You're just trying. You're just trying to have fun with it at the end of the day. And, and I am. So I'm happy. That's good. Yeah. Um. So at, at New York, I know we asked earlier if people are people are really welcoming, but like who in particular have you noticed that you've really bonded with as, as friendships and and maybe coaches that you really click with or, or stuff like that where you just feel really comfortable when you're around those players? Or is it kind of the whole squad just really welcoming? Um, you know, there's a couple of guys that I hang out with, you know, outside of the facility. Um, you know, like Drew Yearwood, a couple of them. Tim Parker's a really nice guy. Um, Sean Davis really took me under uh, before the game and gave me the confidence. You know, they all did. The, the Ryan Merrow, the goalie, they all helped me out. So I think there's – I didn't name them all, but there's a lot of people that helped me out. Mm -hmm. And so when you were really young, did you have any player that you kind of idolized as, as your favorite player, or maybe it still is now today, from like – anywhere in the world, like Messi, Ronaldo, someone like that? Yeah, um, of course. Uh, I really do like Messi, watching Barcelona play, watching him play, uh, enjoy him while we can. Um, but I think it's just a joy to watch, and that'll forever be my favorite player. Um, but I think, like, comparing myself to, like, where I want to be down the line, kind of like a, you know, physicality standpoint and, like, same foot, same position is probably Bruno Fernandez because he can just – you know, like dribble, pass, shoot, just do everything. So I think that's kind of where I want to head towards um, mm -hmm. in the near future. He has a great long shot, Bruno Fernandez. He does. He does. Um, you gonna uh, imitate that penalty style with the little I, jump? I, I, to, be, to be honest, <laughs> I, I do do that. No, <laughs> you do in training yeah. when you guys take pens, you imitate yeah, that I do. one. I do. I do. Do you like it? I do the same thing, but do you like it? 
Yeah, I do honestly because you can change your where you're gonna place it any any moment really. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. So just getting into you know stuff you like to do or teams you like to support. Um. Outside of New York Red Bulls and obviously Barca because you have that connection to Barca. Do you have any Premier League teams or Bundesliga teams maybe that you really support and and you like to watch on Saturdays or Sundays when you have free time? Yeah, like I'm not like a diehard really any team fan. I just kind of like watching all around. But like a team I do look forward to watching is probably Chelsea because they have a lot of young players and they're just like, you know, they're just full of energy. So I think that's really a really fun team to watch. Um, and seeing Frank give a lot of those players uh, chances, it's great to see. But yeah, it's, it's Chelsea's definitely the one I would wake up for in the morning. Yeah. Um, just to finish it out, I know you trained maybe twice or three times today. I don't really know exactly, but <laughs> twice. Uh, yeah. Um, but how? What's your training schedule daily usually? Yeah. So, like on a typical like just typical a, day, like today. Yeah, yeah, like today, just a training day. Um. Yeah. So today is a Monday, so it was a little harder session because I played about thirty-nine minutes. I think that's what it said in the game. So I didn't play a whole lot. I played a decent amount. But I wasn't. I didn't play enough for a regen session, so I was in with the with the guys who didn't get as many minutes. Um, we had a harder session today uh, in the team, so I wake up around eight o'clock, around there, uh, hop in the shower, you know, eat some oatmeal before, and then have to be at the facility by nine o'clock. Um, it's just ten minutes away, so it's not too bad. And then you know, nine and ten, just greet everybody, kind of hang out with everybody. Um, by normally by ten, ten fifteen, we have film. Um, and then 10:45, 11 o'clock, we are uh, out on the field, and then we get done on the field around 12:31, depending on the day. Um, and then like today, we had a lift. So normally, day before a game, like tomorrow, we won't have a lift, or right after, if you played, you won't have a lift. Um, then I'm out of the facility at like two o'clock, around there, um, after I have lunch with some teammates there, um, and then yeah, I came home rested for two hours, two and a half, three hours, uh, then back on the field with my with my dad and uh, today for training. So, yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's it's a packed schedule, but uh, all, all for the betterment of your skill and, and the team. Well, thank you so much for, for coming on here. Uh, it's been a pleasure to have you. And, uh, and we hope you do well finishing out the MLS season. And hopefully... Um, I'm expecting because because you'll be playing that you guys will make playoffs and uh, and hopefully you guys do well in the playoffs. Yeah, thank you, Leo. Thank you, Matt. Yeah, no problem. Today, yeah, I really appreciate it, and hopefully I'll see you guys soon at home. Yeah, sounds good. See ya.